with Nick and Sean on my 96. How is this morning for you? Uh, you know, it's okay. Um, you know, I had a little bit of a, a panic yesterday, a little bit of a, oh. a crisis, if you will. Very minor. I'm very over, <laughs> I'm overselling this, of course. That's shocking for the two of us. Yeah, I know. Um, so uh, sometimes I watch really corny things on Netflix. Um, I don't know what it is about like drama shows. Like, you know, remember the CW? Yes. I mean, hearing about that in One Tree Hill and uh, Gossip Girl and this series is called Sweet Magnolias. Kind of like that. Uh, very okay. dumb title for the show, but it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense if you watch it. Anyways, um, I crushed all 10 episodes and I realized I have a really big problem with cliffhangers. Oh, don't even get me started. Like, if there's some sort of direction, I know where the television show is going to go. Then I'm like, okay. But, like, like watching Dead to Me. Have you seen Dead to Me season one? Uh, I will be honest, I have not. Okay. Well, it, it, it's, it's a little bit different. It does end on a cliffhanger, but you know what happens, kind of. Right. Right? So you know what direction it's going to go. With Sweet Magnolias, I have absolutely no idea where the show is going to go. And Netflix has a habit of canceling a show after the first season. Mm. So I don't know how I'm going to live the rest of my life not knowing what happens with that show. You, you are right. You did oversell this just a little bit. Okay, well. But it's, I mean, it's important. Don't get me wrong. Like, I understand, you know, you hook... You hook their, the the watchers of the show mm-hmm. and keep them interested and make them want to know what happens when season two comes out. What if there is no season two? So this is going to be your your main stressor for the next however long it is until season two of what Magnolias is it called again? Sweet Magnolias. <laughs> ah, it's Sweet See, but Magnolias. honestly, if this is the most stressful thing going on in my life right now, I think we're yeah. okay. If you look around the world and <laughs> you think... Yeah, this oh, is it for me. Right oh, I now. can't even. I can't even comment on that. It's not. <laughs> it's there's no comparison. No, it's, no. A, it's a little bit of a. It's a time. It's a time. It's, That's what we're going to call it. It's a different world of cliffhangers now, though, because like so often when you get to a show, mm-hmm. you know, the, there might already be six seasons out that are on Netflix, and you can just. You know, you get to the end of the season, there's the cliffhanger, and you just click next, and away you go. You've got about, you know, the 30 seconds to switch episodes to panic about it. Right. Back in my day... Oh, gosh. ...when there was no Netflix, A, this used to happen on, like, a weekly basis. If there was, like, a weekly show, there'd always be a reason... You know, they want you to come back next week to watch it, and then, like, the season finale ones, there was a couple of big, um, terrible... But big soaps in Australia, uh, one called Neighbours and one called Home and Away. And they used to do the most dramatic but ridiculous season finales. And you knew there was nothing you could do except for wait four months (laughs) until that was resolved. You sound like you're talking about watching these from personal experience. Or was this you, you watching your mother watch them? Oh, no, this is personal experience. Oh, okay. You watch they these television shows, okay. Oh, yeah, everybody did. Right. Everybody did. They weren't, you know, they weren't as bad as, like, your Daisy Lifestyle stuff. Or Passions. Remember Passions? Oh, that was, I will say it, without even a hesitation, greatest soap opera of all time. It was so weird. 
It was, but that's what made it amazing. Like, because most of them are ridiculous. You know, they're like, oh, I was a ghost when I murdered Pete. Right, exactly. This one just went like, screw it. We know it's weird. (laughs) We're going to make it super weird. I wonder whatever happened to the writers of that show. Um, I think they're locked up in some form of facility (laughs) being treated. I'm not sure for for crime or for their own good, but either Uh, way, they're not in the free general public. So what am I supposed to watch for the next however many months till this comes? There's nothing else. There's nothing on. I've watched everything on Netflix already. I'm out. That's why I was watching Sweet Magnolias. Yeah, that's about... I think that's its it's main demographic. I'm sorry, but that's definitely no one's first pick. Okay? (laughs) The tagline... For when you've finished Netflix. You should watch it. No, I won't. I've got 16 seasons of the baking show to get through. I'm fine. You know what they also used to leave on a cliffhanger? Mm. Jersey Shore. Oh, didn't they? And you had to wait till the next week to find out what happened. I mean, it wasn't, you know, anything riveting. <laughs> Snooki got arrested. You know, Mike was still Mike. Will Same Snooki old. Snooki be drunk again? Shocking. <laughs> With so many ways to get your news, you may think you've heard it all, but maybe you missed this. As of June the 1st in England, new coronavirus legislation has made it illegal to have sex in your own home with a person from another household. Health officials have said for those who aren't in a relationship, the new rule is out of their hands and now into yours. What a weird world we're living in, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Greece is reopening its borders to tourists, although Canadians, or Canadians as they're called, did not make the list of approved visitors. Canadian travels are hoping they will have better luck next year. <laughs> mm. Amid the protests and violent riots throughout the United States over the last week, one woman decided to capitalize on the chaos and stole a cheesecake. Witnesses say she entered the restaurant and left quite peacefully. Blue Bombers fans can now get a license plate to celebrate their team's recent Grey Cup win. For fans, it's a reminder of a historic win, while for the rest of Canada, it's a reminder that something good actually came out of Winnipeg. It's a reminder that now you have a target on your back. Yeah, good luck. A woman in China sent her ex-boyfriend 1,000 kilograms of onions because she wanted to make him cry. He says now he's definitely not going to put a ring on it. And Burger King restaurants in the States are giving away two-meter-wide cardboard crowns to encourage social distancing. Other chains are offering their suggestions, including Taco Bell, who say you can just uh, enjoy some of their fiery Doritos Locos tacos And that should keep people away from you. Again, mm. (laughs) mmm. I'm Nicole Welsh. I'm Sean O'Neill. And that's what you might have missed. My partner and I have decided to take the next step in our relationship, and I want to know the lessons you've learned from it. My Mornings with Nick and Sean on your at-work station, My 96. Sorry, I already told you, and it's not really a surprise to you, I guess. Uh, (laughs) But my boyfriend and I have decided that we're, you know, kind of at that point where it's time to take the next step in our relationship. And 
Why did you sound like a cow? I'm not sure. It's almost insulting. (laughs) Yes, we're buying a farm. It's going to be the sexy sound (laughs) and it turned into a cow. Obviously. And uh, we're moving in together. So... I wasn't sure whether you should play the air horn, the mystery, the dun-dun-dun. Do you want me to do, just do this blind and see how it goes? Uh, yeah, see which one See which one the, the board feels like okay. reacting to. Oh, wow. This okay, is a big good. step for me, Sean. You should be very it impressed. It is. I'm impressed and nervous. So are all these people in the studio. Yeah. Um, so he basically lives at my place anyway, so it just kind of makes sense at this point that he would move in. Um, and I lived with boyfriends before, obviously. Sometimes it went great. Other times it didn't. I'm sure you've dealt with the same thing. So, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Today we want to know what advice do you have when moving in with your significant other? I'll tell you something I have learned in my current relationship that I had never, never come up before, which was to figure out whose side of the bed is whose. Sure, sure, that's an appropriate <laughs> thing. For my, for my entire life, I have okay. always been on, if you're looking at the bed, on the right-hand side of the bed. Yeah, always. That's, that's where I sleep too. Yeah. Oh, you see? This could be causing some trouble. Actually, uh, that's not true. Really? I sleep wherever. So you're happy just to to negotiate that one? Not not a problem? You'll just give that one up? Well, I was just thinking, at home, I sleep on the right side of my bed. Right. But when we were at the hotel, I slept on the left side of the bed. So I almost mm. sleep on the side that's furthest away from the door. And now, you see, because we were discussing this, and apparently that's kind of where it comes from, in a way. Okay. Like... It's supposed to be, and there's there's air quotes happening here, just so everyone knows. The protector, right, is supposed to be nearest the door. So you know, <laughs> and you are clearly not that person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh, there can be either protector or just uh, like human fodder. <laughs> what are you going to do? Throw your boomerang at them? I might. I might. Uh, look, I've been working out a little bit. Give them a couple of tickets to the gun show. Just threaten them with Vegemite. I'm sure they'll leave after that. <laughs> Just open a jar of Vegemite, waft the smell near them. Exactly. Uh, so, yes, I would just make sure. And here's the, the other thing, too, because, uh, you know, early on in a the relationship, there's a lot of compromise that is done in a good way. Right. But, you know, if you're making this step, you've got to start deciding, is that compromise going to be a factor? See what I'm saying? Mm. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is just confirm if you're happy to sleep on any side of the bed. Oh, we're still talking about the sides of the bed. Okay. I thought yes, there was like a heavier connotation to this. No, we're just still well, talking. There was. Okay. There was, but we're gliding past that. So right. that's my piece of advice. Ensure, I mean, in a, in a big realm, you know, make sure that you're not compromising to the detriment of your happiness. Whoa. And uh, that includes which side of the bed you sleep on. <laughs> Okay, Um, my advice for other people moving in with their significant others, because I guess I can't, you know, answer my own question, but it would be share the chores. Oh. That's one thing that I've noticed about relationships that can really cause a riff. Um, And I'm a very clean person. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, 
I have a certain way that I like to do things. And that's also a matter of me kind of relaxing a little bit, you know, and and Back to that compromise. Just letting people clean the way that they clean and I will clean the way that I clean. Oh man, I'm already worried. <laughs> no, and and sharing the chores. I mean, like I've lived with boyfriends before that don't do any chores. And mm. that drives me crazy. Um I've also my ex-fiance would just clean the bathroom because I hated doing that. And so I would clean the rest of the apartment. It wasn't a big apartment, so it wasn't a big deal. But he would just clean the bathroom. And that was like our agreement, and it worked out totally fine. But um, just sharing the chores uh, is probably a good thing to keep in mind when moving in with your significant other. Man, I would take that deal every day if someone else just cleaned the bathroom. That's the part I hate. I hate it. The bathroom is disgusting. I don't want to touch other people's (laughs) grossness. No. Oh, and that includes cleaning out the shower drain, Sean, so you wouldn't have to worry about that again. Oh, thank goodness. It's still dry heaving from thinking about when I did that. That was pretty gross. Okay, anyways, looking at our Facebook page, Trevor said, still enjoy your alone time and continue to do things that you enjoy. Time away from each other gives you the opportunity to recharge and will give you more appreciation for the times together. I agree. Having your own separate activities... Um, like I work out all the time. So that's kind of like my time away and like my me space. Right. So, I mean, we do have separate interests. We like spending time together, but obviously being your own (laughs) caveat, we (laughs) like spending time together. (laughs) That might be on the checklist. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I mean like we're, we're our own individual person as well. So, which I really like about the relationship too. Oh my goodness. It's getting very emotional. Who am I? Uh, Amanda says communication, the good and the bad. Right, right. It's nice to talk about the good things, but you got to bring up the bad things before they become, you know, a bigger thing. Let's say, I don't know, off the top of my head, just I'm just spinning an idea here. Let's say someone isn't cleaning the exact way that you like them to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before losing your mind, have a word to them about it. Nicole, this is directed at you. <laughs> I didn't know who you were implying okay, in that. Thank you I for just clarifying. To make sure it was clear. Uh, I sound like a blast to live with. Um, oh, I can't wait to hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> Ken said, go on a week-long vacation with that person beforehand. Oh, great idea. That's an interesting. We've already been on kind of like little trips together, so I feel like we'll be just fine. Mm, how how long's the longest yeah, like trip? Like four days. Okay, yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Any problems? How was his cleaning? <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, there was a couple things I had to pick up off the floor, but that's totally fine. Ah, uh, good, good. That that holiday one is a great <laughs> idea, though, because. You know, you're usually spending kind of 24-7 with that person. Right. Which is a great way to find out if you're going to do well living together. We get along so well that I don't think it's going to be an issue. Except for, okay, you know, leaving things on the floor. That's annoying. Yeah. Good. I will. I'm going to send him a very, very important text message when this show is done. <laughs> uh, and Carrie said, just to lighten things up, uh, toilet paper roll goes over. Make sure you decide, I guess, on that one. Right. Uh, another thing is replacing the toilet paper oh, roll because yes. nothing's more annoying than someone that finishes it, throws out the like the toilet part or the, the cardboard part, and then just doesn't replace it. 
or just leaves the cardboard. The <laughs> leaving the bare cardboard part there as if to say, I know, I know it's finished. And I use the last square, and I do not care. It's almost a slap in the face, really. It is very much so. And with ladies, it's, with ladies, it's harder because you have to get up, and you may be like, you know, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Usually she shoots it straight. Today she is putting a negative, I mean a positive, a positive spin on today's topic. A, oh, a, a naked spin? <laughs> naked. <laughs> what? I was going to say negative and I stopped myself. Ah, okay. Putting a naked spin on a positive <laughs> topic. I was like, well, so, this got sexy really fast, but okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that segment at a different time. <laughs> uh, today's topic that we want to hear your positivity about dating during a pandemic. Okay. It has been a little tough for some. There are some things that have had to change, but we're going to find out the positives about them right now. Okay. Start with number one. There's ways to connect online now without meeting them. Oh, perfect. Ding. Ding. Okay. They've probably gained weight too, so you don't have to worry about that. Ding. Uh, it gives you a little time to get back into somewhat of a sexy shape if you're not meeting them right away. Oh, nice. Ding. Mm-hmm. Six feet of distancing makes you wait, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Bam, Ding. Uh, if you can't meet them right away and you're talking online, it saves a little disappointment for later on. <laughs> Ding. If you're FaceTiming with them, they'll never know if you're not wearing pants. Ah, oh, perfect. Ding. Aha. Uh, you won't be forced to meet their parents right away. Perfect. Ding! That's a bullet you can dodge. <laughs> uh, they'll probably see you at your worst right away, so you, you know, won't have to worry about that later on. Oh, yeah, ding! You'll have a memorable beginning to your relationship. You know, a great story to tell the grandkids. <laughs> ding! Uh, it's really easy to go someone during a pandemic if things oh, don't go well. True. Ding! Uh, there's less chance of running into one of your exes while out on a date with your new partner with a yes. lot of people staying home. Yes. Ding. Good. And no sports on TV at a bar, so they'll be forced to pay attention to you. Oh, my goodness. Ding, 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 ding. There are certain things you need to take into consideration when living with someone else, but it turns out the average couple has not so considerately done at least five of these. My mornings with Nick and Sean on your at work station, My 96. So, of course, earlier on in the show today, we were talking about me moving in with my boyfriend. Um, and everyone on the face of the planet, well, they have bad habits that makes it hard to live with them. Uh, but for me, the worst of the worst is bad, gross bathroom behaviors. Hmm. It is. It's where things get very personal and it can cause some issues. It's already causing trouble on our My 96 Facebook page. There's a heated debate going on just about the over-under toilet roll situation. Oh, gosh. That's never going to be solved. Oh, no, no, never. No. A survey was done recently and has identified the top 20 most commonly practiced gross bathroom behaviors. <laughs> uh, and before we go through some of them, um, 87% of couples say they participated in at least one of these behaviors. Okay. The average couple engaged in at least five of them. And 67% of respondents say being gross in a relationship is inevitable. 
I'm surprised yeah, that number I'd, wasn't higher, honestly. Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. For Me too. sure. Okay, so this chart called Crossing the Bathroom Line. We're going to go through a few of the gross behaviors, and you're going to tell me, and we're going to share if we've done it or not. Okay? Okay. Okay, are you ready? ready? Oh, God, this could go badly. Yep. Okay, number one on the list, urinating in front of a partner. No. You've never done that? No, it's private time. Oh, really? I've done it. Really? Yeah, I've peed in front of someone. Oh, no. No, thank you. Why? It's, it's, everyone does it. I mean, I don't yeah, make everyone. I don't make a habit of it. <laughs> everyone does it in private. That's what the doors are for. Okay, have you used your partner's deodorant? Yes, yes. I have done that too. Yeah. Okay. Forty-two percent of people say they've done that. So yeah, I don't think that's too that's bad. not that bad. Um, popping your partner's pimples. Uh no, 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 no. I mean, I've never popped one. I've been curious about them. You've examined. I've examined, but I, I no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. That's so gross. I don't. I don't know what people's obsession is with that. It's like this yeah. hussy stuff that comes out. Also, if I had a pimple, please don't touch my face. You know, like it just makes it worse. Um, using a partner's toothbrush. How do you feel about that? Oh, this has been a recent debate. Actually, uh, I don't have a problem with it. Right. But I was told, in no uncertain words, that it will never happen and I should oh. never use her toothbrush. So she'd rather you, ha- rather you have dirty teeth? Um, no, I think she'd rather me use my own toothbrush. Okay, fair <laughs> really. enough. But yeah, no, apparently that's a no, but I, I don't have a problem with it. All right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, checking partner's nose for boogers. <laughs> What? I'm not four. I've done. So check my own nose for boogers. I've asked. What if you don't have a mirror and you're out in public and you're scared you have a booger and you're at like an important function or something? Just duck into the corner, get your <laughs> finger up there and sort it out. Um, <laughs> okay, this is going to be the last one. Okay. Picking things out of a partner's teeth. What? No. No? You can point it out to them, but that no, no, that's very what about How do you even do it? I have trouble getting things out of my own teeth. I can't imagine trying to get someone else out of someone else's teeth. That's why I always carry floss with me. Really- yeah, those little dental picks, away you go. Again, sort it out yourself. Who's, who are these people dating okay. where they need their partner? <laughs> Barbarians. Get things out of their teeth and check their nose for boogers. I think the people who've admitted doing these things need to take a little bit more care of themselves. Okay, to be fair, when you talk about boogers, if you call them boogies, it's a lot cuter. Um, Oh, yeah, it's fine if they're boogies. (laughs) Um, And one other thing, if something is on your partner's face, will you wipe it off for them? Because I know a lot of people get kind of ticked off about that. I won't wipe it off again. I'm not dating a four-year-old. I'll tell that other human (laughs) being that's capable of a little self-care. I'll tell them there's something there, but they can deal with it themselves. Okay, I guess we know where you stand. (laughs) My mornings with Nick and Sean on 996. I sleep wherever.